Hello folks, welcome back to another episode of the TCM Folks. And in today's episode, I want to talk about something that I'm really quite passionate about. And that is to answer this question of what really is TCM. So some of my friends, you know, some of my peers who are currently working in the healthcare industry, you know, uh, for example, in the physiotherapy profession, or even uh, my friends who are, you know, Western doctors, when they come to know that I'm actually a TCM physician, they like to ask me this question of, hey, you know, what actually is TCM? You know, how does TCM work? And this is something that I realize a lot of people don't actually know about, right? We associate TCM, we associate traditional Chinese medicine with things like acupuncture, cupping, herbal medication, but that's pretty much, you know, all we know about it. There's really no one telling us, you know, how it works, how, you know, taking the pulse works, how reading the tongue works. And so this leads to, you know, a lot of confusion, a lot of, you know, skepticism, sometimes even criticism about how TCM works. So in this episode today, I really want to dive deep into some of the concepts of TCM. I really want to explain in a way that hopefully is easy for you guys to understand and maybe you know get you guys to learn a little bit more about TCM and maybe spark that interest uh, for you guys to maybe want to try out TCM as well. Alright before we dive into you know the, the details about what really is TCM I want to give you guys some context first. I want to give you guys a little bit of a history lesson. So long ago, before the invention of uh, modern medical equipment, before the invention of modern medicine, even though the people in the past didn't have all these Western medicine equipment, Western medical science, Western medical knowledge to help them, that didn't mean that these people didn't fall sick. In fact, it meant that people in the past were probably sicker than they were today, you know, because or illnesses were even more serious because they didn't have things like uh, early detection or early intervention to help them. So if that was the case, if, you know, Western medicine wasn't invented back then, how then did our early ancestors deal with illness and disease? And the answer to this question was very simply Mother Nature. Right? While ancient ancestors didn't have Western medicine, while they didn't have sophisticated equipment, they did have things like their natural environment, right? They had things like your plants, your trees, your animals, the, the weather, the four seasons, and even the constellations. And so they studied all these, you know, happenings around them. They studied all these concepts in Mother Nature around them so that they could better understand the world that they were living in and then apply these concepts to help them solve everyday problems. So, you know, what what did they use these concepts for? They use these concepts to maybe hunt for food. They use these concepts to help them grow better crops. And in our case, they use these concepts in Mother Nature to help them treat illness and disease. So many of the fundamental concepts that we use in TCM today that are foundational to TCM, concepts like yin and yang, concepts like the five elements, concepts like like qi, all these concepts were born out of these observations in nature. All these concepts are philosophical concepts. They don't have any 
scientific backing to most of them, right? They are not proven by by science, but these are philosophical concepts that were derived based off of observations in nature. Right? So if you were to ask me now, what is the definition of TCM? To put it in sentence, I would say that TCM is first and foremost a philosophy which emphasizes the interconnected and interdependent relationship that humans have with nature. Many of our treatment modalities, they're actually very simple. Right? Because as I mentioned earlier on, in the past we didn't have you know equipment like x-ray machines, we didn't have MRI machines, we didn't have uh, testing ability, right? we didn't have the ability to do blood tests, urine tests, so on and so forth. So many of the treatment modalities, many of our diagnostic you know, abilities, these are all based off of very, very simple kind of techniques, right? So I'll give you an example of this, right? In the past, the first, the very first acupuncture needle, right? So last time they didn't have the, the kind of stainless steel high quality needles that we use today. Acupuncture in the past, acupuncture needles in the past, sorry, used to be made of this material called bian shi, which was essentially a rock. They, it, they would take, take a, this special kind of rock and they would carve it down to the size of a needle, which wasn't very fine and very thin. So you could probably imagine what it felt like getting stabbed by you know, giant size rock needles in the past if you were receiving acupuncture. And my teacher also, you know, he always tells me about how the medics used to work in the past. So now we have medics, we have like ambulance, we have stretchers, we have things like adrenaline that the medics will use to attend to, you know, injured troops during wartime. But in the past, they, they didn't have all these, right? So what did they do? They turned to nature, right? My, my teacher would say that the medics in the past would, you know, follow behind the, the marching troops, literally almost barehanded. And anytime there was an injury, they would use the resources around them to fix the problems. So for example, if someone had uh, maybe a fractured hand, he would use twigs from a nearby tree to support and then he would use like their, their uniform to bandage it up. Or if they needed to you know, use any herbs for any wounds, they would just pluck the herbs from the maybe the roadside and then just make it into a paste and then apply it on. He even told me that you know, you know how we have those kind of medicinal paste like uh, your your muscle rub right that we use now, he they say the the doc, he said that the doctors then would actually prepare these kind of medicinal paste, put them in animal intestines, so the animal intestines would be like the storage kind of tubes, and then they would bring them along, and anytime someone required these kind of topical creams, they would then use it. You can see how resourceful, you know how creative the ancient Chinese needed to be, you know, in order to help them solve all these problems. And, and their solutions all primarily came from, you know, their understanding and their ability to use Mother Nature to their advantage. So now that we know a little bit about the background of TCM, you know, how TCM came to be, let's now talk a little bit about, you know, how it actually works. So in TCM, you might have heard of this term, holistic, being thrown around quite and you know TCM is always or often regarded as a holistic kind of medicine treating the whole body right? but what does it actually mean to be holistic so in mother nature we know that everything is interconnected the perfect example of this is a food chain for example you have the 
I don't know, the grasshopper eat the ants, right? And then you have the butterfly eat the grasshopper. You have the, I don't know, the bat eat the butterfly. You have the lion eat the bat. Then you have the giraffe eat the lion. Something like that, right? If any one part of this food chain is interrupted, it will have repercussions throughout the entire food chain. So since, you know, the ancient Chinese believed that humans and nature are so closely interconnected, so closely intertwined, and they knew that everything in nature was interconnected, they believed that the human body as well should also be viewed in this holistic lens, and that everything in the human body, every system, every organ in the human body is also interconnected. And that is why in TCM we say that it's holistic kind of medicine. In treating or in diagnosing disease, we always look at the body as a whole. We always look to see you know, what kind of imbalances there are in the entire body rather than just looking specifically at you know, a particular virus or a particular gene that, is, that has gone wrong. So the easiest way to explain this is by drawing some parallels with Western medicine. So for instance, from a Western medicine approach, right, give you an example, the common cold. Right, common colds are usually caused by either viruses or bacteria from a Western medicine point of view. Huh? By determining the exact pathogen that is causing the cold, you know, Western doctors can then administer medication that is very targeted, very specific towards that particular pathogen. Right? So if it's a bacteria, they give antibiotics. If it's a virus, maybe they'll give some antiviral drugs. This is roughly my understanding of Western medicine. And this is why Western medicine is so reliable. It is, and it, it works so fast, right? Because of this targeted, this specific kind of treatment uh, concept behind it. But from a Chinese medicine perspective, if you, if a patient comes in, for example, with a common cold, we don't understand the common cold in this manner, right? We don't say, oh, you have a cold caused by a virus, or you have a cold caused by bacteria. We understand the common cold by you having imbalances in your body so these imbalances can be the form of you know maybe you have too much heat in your body right maybe you you've been out in the the sun for for many hours and then you have too much heat in your body that's why you get the cold right it can also be you know you have too much cold in your body right you've been in an air conditioning environment for so long maybe you caught a cold and you have too much cold in your body or maybe you're, you're, you have certain deficiencies right maybe you 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 have been very tired the past few days you don't have enough energy in you and so you may be more susceptible to getting the cold. So instead of trying to identify the exact disease-causing pathogen in your body, what, as TCM physicians, we focus more on is to find out what imbalances there are in your body so that we can then treat these imbalances to strengthen the body to also take part in the disease-fighting process. So let me give you an analogy now. Right? So this is an analogy that I recently read about in this TCM book. And I think it's a very nice analogy to explain the differences, you know, between Western medicine and Chinese medicine. So <clears throat> this analogy is about a fish pond. Right, so we have a fish pond, a very small fish pond. And this fish pond, you could understand it as our human body. Our body is the fish pond, right? And there are fishes swimming in this fish pond. So this fish pond, these fishes in the fish pond, you could understand them as disease. Right, whether it be viruses, uh, bacteria, fungus, whatever, these fishes are the, the, the bad things, the illness and the disease that we do not want. 
So if you want to remove the fishes from the fish pond, right, from a Western medicine point of view, what will you do? Right, you will target the fish. You will give the fish some uh, maybe drugs that will kill the fish. Very simple. Right? And this is like your Western medication for you know specific virus targeting uh, drugs or like anti antibiotics that target the bacteria. Very specific drugs. You give the fish, the fish die. You're cured of the illness and disease. Very simple. Another thing you could do, you could use a fishing rod to maybe uh, fish the fish out of the pond or you could use a, maybe a big scoop to scoop the fish out of the pond. So this is similar to Western medicine surgery, right? Where you actually go into the body and you use uh, surgical techniques to actually remove the, the disease area from the body. Again, very specific, very targeted, very effective. And that is why Western medicine works so well. The last thing you could do you could bomb the fish. <laughs> you could drop a C4, you could drop a bomb in the pond and all the fishes would die. So this is similar to probably techniques like uh, chemotherapy or radiotherapy where certain conditions like cancer require such extreme kind of uh, techniques to actually remove the disease. But again, it is very targeted. It's very uh, specific to the area that you want to treat. From a Chinese medicine point of view, how would we then, you know, remove the fish from the pond from a different perspective, from a holistic perspective? So apart from, you know, targeting the fish directly, which we also do, right? So it's not that Chinese medicine, we don't target the, the disease area or the, the disease causing, you know, pathogen directly. We also have techniques like acupuncture or like medication that we can use to directly affect the disease-causing agent, but at the same time, we are not solely focused on doing that. We can also affect the environment that the fish is in, which is in this case, the water body that the fish are swimming in. Right, so how do you kill a fish, you know, apart from directly targeting the fish itself? You could affect the temperature of the water. Maybe the fishes don't like uh, cold temperatures. You can maybe put some ice in the water, the fishes will die. Maybe the fishes don't like um, acidic pH of the water, right? You could drop some lemons inside and they might die. Fishes need oxygen in the water, right? So if you remove all the oxygen in the water, the fishes will definitely die. So apart from directly affecting the fish, we can also affect the environment that the fishes are in. And this is, this is what it means to be holistic in TCM. Apart from targeting the disease, uh, the disease-causing agent or the diseased area. We also correct imbalances in the body. We also regulate the environment that the disease is in to also you know, improve the body's own disease-fighting mechanism, to improve the body's own immunity to take part in the disease-fighting process as well. And so this leads me then to the next question, right? How do we know what to actually affect or what to actually change in the body, right? So from a Western medicine point of view, the fish is the disease, the fish is the pathogen. So through doing all these tests like your x-ray, your MRI, your blood test, urine test, your swab test, whatever, you're able to identify the fish, the, identify the disease causing pathogen. And then you, are, you then know exactly what kind of medication, what kind of techniques to use to remove the disease causing pathogen. But how then would you know what is actually, uh, you know, actually lacking or what is actually wrong with the 
environment itself, right? How would you find out that the fishes don't like cold water? Or how do you find out that the fishes don't like acidity? And this is where TCM concepts can come in to actually help us to better understand the human body, to better understand the environment that we are in. So whenever you actually visit a TCM, whenever your physician does things like, you know, read your tongue or take your pulse or ask you, you know, questions about your symptoms, about your stress levels, your work life, your family life, what we're actually trying to do is we're actually trying to understand the environment that you're in. We're trying to understand your body. We're trying to find out if there are any imbalances in your body that might actually be causing the symptoms that you're experiencing. So this is sort of like trying to do a MBTI test for your body. So a MBTI test, for those of you who are not aware of it, is a Myers-Briggs personality test, right? And most of us will have done it at one point of our lives to actually determine what kind of personality traits that we have. And this is similar to what a physician does for you every time you come in for a consultation. We are essentially trying to determine your body type. We are trying to determine what imbalances there are in your body. We're trying to find out what we need to change in the fish pond so that we can cure the fish and restore the body to optimal health. So I hope you now understand a little bit more about how TCM actually works and why we say that TCM is a holistic way to treat the body. I want to end off this episode by telling you guys a story. And this story is about a, a really famous TCM physician back in the day. And it's a story that most, if not all, TCM students would have heard of before. And it's a story of this doctor called Bian Chue. So Bian Chue was a really, really famous doctor. And one day he was visiting this state of qi. And he came across this duke called Duke Cai. So a duke is like royalty, right? It's part of the royal family. And after observing the, the duke for a while, Benchue told the duke, Benchue is a doctor, he told the duke, your honorable is disease, but it has just started underneath the skin. If you do not seek treatment, it may get worse. To this, the duke replied, but I do not have any discomfort. So he sent uh, Benchue away. And after Benchue left, he told his subordinates, uh, you see these doctors, uh, they like to show off their skills, they like to treat healthy people, and then say they're really high, they're very good after that. So in essence, he, he completely didn't believe Pian Chue, and he sort of ridiculed him. So 10 days passed, 10 days later, Pian Chue went to see the Duke again. And this time, after observing the Duke, he told the Duke, you know, your honorable's disease has extended to the muscle, and it will become serious without any treatment. So the Duke, understandably, was very unhappy at hearing this because, you know, once again, he didn't feel like anything was wrong with him. He was unhappy that, you know, why is this guy, why is this fella, you know, always cursing me to die? So he sent Pian Chue away again. Another 10 days passed, and when Pian Chue saw the Duke for the third time, this time, he didn't say anything, but he just turned around and left. So the dude was very puzzled, you know, hey, why this guy, he always cursing me for the past, you know, two times he see me, 
but now he never say anything. So he was very curious and he sent a messenger to to ask Bian Chue why he didn't say anything this time around. And so when Bian Chue met the messenger, he told the messenger, when the disease is in the skin, herbal baths can treat it. When it's in the muscle, injections can cure it. When it's in the stomach, hot herbal tea or herbal medication can still correct it. But if the disease has entered the bone marrow, the matter has to be turned to the gods, as I have no way to treat it. Today, I saw that the Duke's disease has entered the bone marrow, so I do not dare to treat him. Five days later, the Duke started to suffer from severe pain. When he started to ask for Bian Chue, Bian Chue had already left for another state. And I think subsequently the Duke passed on from his disease. So the moral of this story in Chinese is actually Bing Yao Chong Qian Yi, which essentially means that you must treat illnesses as early as possible for the best result. If you take it a step further, what this really means is that you know prevention is more important than cure. Even though this is a TCM show, even though TCM is all about treating illness, treating disease, the highest order of TCM isn't in our ability, isn't in the physician's ability to diagnose or to treat problems. It's in the individual's ability to prevent problems from even occurring in the first place. Right? The ball is essentially in your court. So in, in TCM, there's this concept called Yang Shen. It has been mentioned many, many times in uh, a lot of ancient texts. And it's often regarded as the most important concept in all of TCM. And while there is no direct translation for Yang Shen, it basically means that prevention over cure is very, 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 very important. And this is another reason why I feel you know, TCM is so important for all of us to know. If we know that we don't have enough water in our fish pond, for example, we can start to add more water in before you know problems start to happen. If we know that the water in our fish pond tends to get maybe warm very easily, then maybe we can learn how to avoid certain foods like chilies or like oily food or eat them more in moderation. So knowing TCM is not so much about teaching you how to treat illness and disease. It's more about putting in the effort, knowing our body so that we can, you know, give ourselves the best fighting chance to prevent diseases from even occurring in the first place. At the end of the day, it's really the little things that matter. It is the little good habits that we cultivate. It is the little adjustments that we make in our lives that will have a cumulative effect on our health over time. With that, I've come to the end of this episode. Hope you guys have learned something today. And I thank you all for listening to us today. If you like what you're hearing, follow us on Instagram at the TCM folks. And we will see you guys on the next episode.